Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of RuPaul's Chat Race. My name's Aidan McCarthy and today we're going to be talking all about RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10 Episode 6 Drag Con Panel Extravaganza. As always, I'm joined by the incomparable Rich Short. Hi! How are you doing, Rich? I'm good. Feeling better this week after last week? I am. I'm alive. Yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm glad to hear that after your stint in the hospital. You're yeah. alive. So I know. So dramatic. And also, Hannah Slattery's back with us. Hello, Hannah. Hiya. Do you believe in life after love? No. <laughs> She's got a shirt top on today, everybody. Pointy back everyone. Yeah. Pound. I know who? how it's traditional to keep the audience updated on Hannah's no. merch of the week. Today it's a share top. Yes. The you know they share official, they share, they sell official share merchandise in Sticky Max. I know. So, I was like, what are you doing? Share gets everywhere. Do you know what? It reminds me of that time that Britney Spears released all her like product, hair products as little, like little <laughs> exclusives. And Paris Hilton did it. Yeah. Good little going up in the world. Isn't it? And I love all those little adverts. You know what I mean? When, it, when they fly off like Brenda from Gateshead to like some vineyard or something. Love it. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> What was the song you said the other day that reminds you of TK Maxx? Oh, it was the song from this lip sync, actually, wasn't it? They used to play it, like, I'm not even joking, like three times a day. So I was doing like a nine hour shift. Of course. Wasn't it a Diana Ross song? I, uh, it I'm was coming I'm Coming Out. out. Yeah. yeah. I'm Coming Out. Uh, yeah, I hate it. I can't believe it actually related back to this episode. After yeah. All. Anyway, yeah, we're going to be talking about the DragCon panel episode today. Just Ooh. first initial thoughts about this episode, guys. Messy as fuck. Messy as fuck. Yeah. I don't think anyone did really bad, actually. No one did really bad and no one did really good. That's yeah. the problem. I'd say Eureka probably was the strongest performance. Yeah. But Eureka I think anyone did really bad. No. I'm not sure how well this format works with the show. I'm not sure if they would bring this challenge back. No, I don't think they will. I'm not going to lie. It felt a little bit draggy in places. Yeah. Like, even the, the team that was supposed to have seen as being bad, which was obviously Cracker Blair and um, Vixen... Yeah. Like they they were the worst out of them all, but then they still weren't bad. They weren't bad. Exactly. But then I think editing again had a lot to do with that. They had to paint someone across the <laughs> <Yeah>. crowd. <laughs> and unfortunately they chose Miss Packer this time. Mm. Anyway, yeah, so what do you guys think about Eureka now being the front runner of the competition after winning two challenges? Not quite sure. Not I'm quite enjoying sure. Eureka. She's growing on me, actually. Yeah. Because I didn't like her in season nine. I, I didn't still didn't really like her at the beginning of the season. But she's growing on she's me. She's starting she's to She's not invest. my favourite person, mm -hmm. but she's growing on me a lot. And yeah. I do love her drag, and she is funny. I'm enjoying Eureka. She is funny as fuck. I just love it when she says the wrong things. And I like that she's Accident. like um, she's like a genuine friend to the other queens as well. Like You can yeah. see her sparking up these friendships. But she's got that foot-in-mouth thing. Foot-in-mouth disease? Fucking hell. <laughs> That's what I thought. Fucking hell. She just can't help saying the wrong things when she's trying to comfort someone. Like. Nope. In the Antarctic, who's chirping? What's chirping? Like we have the subtitle, like you know, we have the subtitles on and shit. We're oh, they got the some of them wrong this week. And it said chirp, chirp on the bottom, a chirping and a scrubbing well, and a burping, whatever. They the... had one. I saw it on the Reddit. I don't know if it was the UK Netflix, but when Rue came in and said, "Hey, kitty girls," mm. it came up as "Hey, cutie girls." Yeah, Aiden showed me that. Oh, you showed me it. One of you showed it me the yeah. other day. Yeah. Oh, so, Monique Hart, the heart of season ten. Love yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> so. The episode starts with Monet being a little bit down on the fact that she was in the bottom two twice. So yeah. it was, this was like a make or break episode for Monet, wasn't it? Yes. She was either going to be in the bottom again and inevitably go home or she was going to do really well. 
Uh, it's nice to see that she Sorry, she just, did quite well. I just found out Eureka's twenty seven. Oh, I thought she was a lot older than that. I thought she was in her thirties, to be yeah. honest. Oh my God. Well. Anyway, sorry. That's me <laughs> realizing something. Sure. I love this bit at the beginning where we get we get to see last week's ep- like episode again. Not last week's episode again, but we get to see the outfits they had on last episode. Yeah. I always love that, like a little refresh. They the always beginning. have a sit down, have a little bit of a bitch. Yeah. Always someone griping at someone. Uh huh. Miss Cracker is also moaning about the fact that she has not got a win yet. She's come very close, yeah. but she's not actually got a win yet. Do you think that she's going to get one soon? Do you think she might pull one out next week in Snatch Game? Because obviously she didn't get it I this hope week. so, you know, because I'm loving Ms. Cracker. And she's oh, literally, she's a lot of people's favourites, isn't she? She's like, mine. Uh, yeah, and she's mine as well. And I think, like you, Aiden, as well, you said, like, with your edit flair, obviously you've got Asia, but that was that was more strategic. You, you're just betting on who you think mm-hmm. is going to win. But you, you said yourself, Ms. Cracker's your favourite as well. Yeah, I she? think but, so. But I think we're at a part in the stage in the competition now where the, the balance of the scales are really going to tip either way with Ms. Cracker. She's either yeah. going to start burning and fizzling or she's going to start, like, going up and up. Do you know what I mean? My two favourites are Ms. Cracker and Monique. <laughs> that that um, Monet laugh then, just before <gasps> the Monet, the Monet the scream Monet at the end of the pre-credit sequence is just Amazing. legendary at this point. I think we posted it on our um, Instagram. We did last days, week. We? Yeah. yeah, talking about, what is it? If this isn't gay culture, I don't know what it is. When Asia's <laughs> like, you know, uh, Monet's reading Asia for her ashy back or something, wasn't yeah. it? And then Asia claps back saying that her talent's bottom two. Mm-hmm. And then Monet does that laugh. And it's amazing. The screaming. I've seen so yeah. many things about this. Is just how gay communicate. It's just the screaming. Yeah. Like, that's just us. It's the truth. We're just, we're just loud. Wig. As in us two. Wig. We're just ah. I know. The whole we, time. We live with this girl who doesn't really, you know, sort of get it in the same way. And she's <laughs> always like, you're so loud. Like, I remember, do you remember she said to you once, she's like telling you to shut up because she thought you were really loud or yeah. whatever. I was like, no, I'm not. This is yeah. just our language. Mm. She's very, mm. yeah. Anyway, moving on. What from I was that saying about situation. what I was saying about Ms. Cracker is the fact that she is my favourite at the moment. But I feel like after this point, I don't think anybody who's ended up winning the season has not won a challenge at this point. So it kind of makes me feel like she might be out of the running at this point of mm. the competition, unless it's a lip sync finale, in which case anything can happen. Do you think that finale format will come back this year? I kind of hope so because I think it worked well for them last year. You know what I mean? It did cause yeah. it did cause a lot it of controversy. controversy, but overall, it was a very fair way of and judging the competition. So look what lipstick we got out of it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Sasha, the like, legendary the Sasha Valor. Yeah. So oh, that's, it got, got attention. Didn't Yasha, it? By the way, I just got very exciting. <laughs> just we do. We have tickets, and also, I, I don't. Know, I've not even told you this yet because I've forgotten, Hannah. But um, <laughs> Aiden, Aiden surprised me, and he got his tickets to see Sasha Valor again. So me and him are going tomorrow. I know. She's here tomorrow. No, we have to go to Liverpool. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, she's <laughs> here. She's here today, like the day this podcast goes up. Yeah, yeah, Tuesday. Uh, she's doing like we're gonna a, see Sasha. He surprised me with. Aww. She's she's yeah. doing like a tour and like, two, like a limited yeah. tour. So very exciting because she's my favorite. Oh, is that queen the one with Trinity all. Taylor? Yes, that's it. Yes, exactly. yes, 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 yes. Because they were like two tickets for something like for a very limited period. Mm-hmm. Was so that? expensive though. That's the problem. How much was it? How much was the ticket? It was only at thirty pound, maybe. I can't one. remember. Yeah, I something that's like not that. Bad though, when you consider it's Sasha Trinity. Yeah, true. Who's the other one? Um, there's Vanda. There's, there's James. Vanda, James from Saint James. Yeah. You, you did it. When was it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Can't. I'm just. Just any excuse to see a queen. That's what I. In it. 
Anyway, so today's mini challenge, which I'm very happy about, as usual. I love my mini challenges. I think I think we've got a full season of mini challenges, guys, on this season, which I'm very, very happy about. So, yes, today's mini challenge is all about being blindfolded and <gasps> guessing to sit down on a chair with something on the chair and to guess what's on the chair. Now, this is nothing to do with drag, but it's hilarious anyway. I'm sorry to interrupt you with my gay gasp there, but Rue's hat. I was just about to say, look at that hat. They like they make an appearance again every now and again, Rupa, don't they? They like reappear. Hats. Someone's on a Reddit, he just does it. I love so, it. Like, what is it? Um, it's all me say everyone. Yeah, you hate it, don't you, Aiden? I really hate those oversized hats <laughs> I that hate RuPaul wears. Oh God! Look at Renee sitting down on a fax machine. I love this challenge. It's so fun, isn't it? And it's the just blindfold. Yeah, it, the bit that gets me is when Eureka sits on the bag of crisps and it just pops <laughs> and crunches. I even guess that's a fax machine. I know. What I have no idea. Thing? Yeah, it's it's just ridiculous, this challenge, but it's hilarious at the same time, so I literally don't even care. Asia did quite well to guess that fax machine thing, right, didn't she? Yeah, how the fuck do you know it's that? I don't, I don't think I can even tell you what fax machine looks like. No, if anything, I would have said a pizza. Well, look, there's an aubergine, or as America an call eggplant. it, an eggplant. Yeah, yeah, America, is that right? Yeah, we say aubergine, and yeah. America says eggplant, right, okay. I think you're right about that. Yeah, because that's so. that Friends episode where it's called, like... Oh, yeah. Five states and eggplant for TV. <laughs> Some of these queens were really hopeless in this challenge. They just did not <laughs> know what the hell they were sitting on at all. If Asia can get a fax machine straight away, but of course, Aquarius. Monet knows. can't even get the uh, the eggplant. <laughs> Aquarius knows in the day of like you know millennials and yeah. emojis. Oh my god, Vixen's being penetrated by the cone. <laughs> yeah, there's a traffic cone penetrating the queens here. It yeah. keeps going back. It's it. so funny. Oh my <laughs> god, the crisps. This is where you're being chips. If any Someone American. said Miss Cracker's blindfold just looks like her with the eyes. Oh my god, it does. <laughs> Miss Cracker. Oh my god, it's Eureka. I just, oh, thought, just I, got I thought it was absolutely, <laughs> it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious the way that Eureka just sat straight down on his bag of crisps. And then Ruth's like, Was that you? <laughs> the secret is a porch. And of course, they had. Um, Sitting as a secret from All Stars, yes. All Stars Three, as the song playing over this, didn't they? Sitting as a secret, sitting on a secret. <laughs> uh, but I knew too many people weren't happy about that. I saw a little bit of a a backlash saying that sitting on the secrets, the worst song that's ever been on RuPaul's Drag Race as a challenge, and that they just stopped trying to push it. I love it. I like sitting on a secret. I mean, there's, there are other songs that can definitely like Farm Ruskell. You know what I mean? They can definitely. Like that gets brought up on Medicine yeah. so much because it's just iconic. Cause it's just and like it's that. just like, shh, just enjoy it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I would oh die if fish. I had to sit on the cold fish, though. Oh, look at poor it? little Blair St. Clair on a fish. <laughs> Can you believe it? I know. Poor little innocent Blair The fish Saint is probably older than Blair, to be honest. Yeah, and she thinks it's slab of bacon. <laughs> you mean you could just swap yeah, and I sit I down just, on everything? I love the way that Eureka doesn't even care what's on the chair and just sits completely down on the chair without even knowing what's there. <laughs> You're meant to feel it, not squash it. I think the cake would be disgusting for me. Imagine I these the queens. Smell. Imagine. I wonder if these queens were told to wear clothes that they didn't mind getting dirty yeah, because probably. of the cake. Yeah, I think so. All these wasted cakes, though. In it. It's a bit <laughs> of a oh, shame. Because yeah. like, loads of them. I think they, I think yeah. each queen got a cake for themselves. Like imagine having to bake all these cakes and then they just get sat on by these drag queens. The one that Cameron sits on looks absolutely horrific, and it goes on his leg and everything. Oh my yeah. god. I don't really know if there's any um, skill involved, really, in this no. challenge. It's, just, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? Especially I love drag, it. drag skills. But Asia O'Hara ended up 
winning the challenge. You know what, I still, I'm still not making the connection between Aquaria out of drag and in drag. It still fucks me up Isn't every it? time. Uh, they won a $2,000 hair care package from Outlabs. That's if she gets the prize. Yes. I've heard tales of yes. queens never getting their prizes that they win on the show, so... I mean, I don't see why that's a thing. I mean, especially under VH1, I mm. think it's definitely going to be under... <gasps> DragCon! So, yeah, what do you think about this challenge being all about DragCon, which has been specifically timed well, because DragCon is in a few days now. from now? Before we get into the challenge... We need to talk about Tyra fucking Sanchez. Oh, yeah. And the shit she's... On the subject of DragCon, yes. That's it's right. Currently, security has been put up because a certain queen decided to threaten it. Yeah. Because they got banned for threatening to beat up Tatiana and Fifi like, at Ty- DragCon. Yeah, and Tyra can... And she's been like... She's pretty much hinted that she's either going to like shoot up or bomb up she the fucking said, DragCon. I warned you now, don't attend DragCon on whatever day. Yeah, and this was her warning on Facebook. A few days later, like, don't yeah. say I didn't warn you. I exactly. believe she put a countdown up on and a as countdown well. with the word boom. Boom, but it's like, it's an acronym. It was like B-O-O-M with dots between... And I know, yeah, that might be like a thing for a song she's going to release. Really but that's if that's not the an case, excuse. if it's a song, then, you know, shame on her. That's really, really disgusting. Like, don't do that. that but then the only other explanation explanation is she's gone off the rails and she's going to, like, that's technically, well, it's. You just don't know. That's the thing. I don't want to say it's terrorism because the, the definition it's of that's really my opinion. But it's so definitely. She's going to get investigated for that oh my god there's what something she she's put on that i didn't even what she done know. now <laughs> More Fri- it was on friday actually why are you mad because my pussy pops severely and yours don't do you remember that the vine i'm going the uh, that's great just on the page i'm going oh, yeah. off tangent here i'm reading posts at the time right basically it says tyra put up a poster it says friday april 27th char char so that's obviously been but here comes the boom in capital letters then it's the boom emoji LAPD's bomb squad investigators and Detective Carreras of the FBI task force, you can catch me in action tonight. It's going to be booming. You don't want to miss the bang. It's going to be the bomb. And she's literally put names of people from LAPD and investigation. So I think she's been using those words just to try and act hard. And yeah. now she's being cocky, saying, you can investigate me all you like, you detectives. You're going Because she knows she's not actually going to do it. So she's been a dick about it. And she put pictures up, do you remember, of Dragon being blown up? Yeah. And she wonders, I'm not being funny, but especially after what happened here last year, it's just sick. She's so messy. Saturday, she put, business is still booming. Oh, for God's sake. Catch me today for drag brunch, brunch, whatever. She's just fucking ridiculous. I think between her... Making me angry speaking about her. I want Rue to... to, um, what not was not emancipate? Yeah, emancipate his daughter. Emancipate Tyra <laughs> Sanchez. Let's Got, get that going. Hashtag emancipate Tyra. We should start a poll a poll as well on the uh, the Twitter page. Who would who do you think would do the most uh to get publicity? Tyra Sanchez or Robbie Turner? <gasps> Robbie fucking Turner. That oh, shit. I'm loving the memes though. Robbie's now claiming we've we spoken about this in the podcast before. We have I believe we? we may have touched on it. Quick recap, Robbie Turner basically said he was in an Uber accident, doesn't remember any of it, and the Uber driver died. And there's been, like, a whole thing about it. And, like, the Uber driver's not dead, and the, the police are like, what the fuck? And now Robbie's saying that he was, like, spiked or whatever. And then he fell into the shower. Yeah. And that he had a really vivid dream. It doesn't... Do you know what? It's so <laughs> weird. Like, I'm just like, what are you doing? But that has, that has given her attention, but in the most negative way. Like, oh, yeah. I know Completely they say backfired. all attention is good attention, but I don't, I, in this case, I don't know. 
I don't think so. No. Anyway, back on the subject of, of DragCon. Would you guys like to go to DragCon one year? Yes. Do you think it would be something you'd enjoy? I think yeah. it looks amazing. If we become world famous, we can make like a... From the podcast. A RuPaul's, yeah, a RuPaul's chat race trip to DragCon. Oh my God. That would be amazing. We might Look definitely have to try uh, Drag World in London one day though. Yeah. That would be quite fun. It's the closest thing we've got, so... Very yeah. true. They might do a DragCon UK, you know. And Drag Race UK. Obviously, we've got the ambassador. Who's the ambassador? The official ambassador? The Vivian. The Vivian. And of course, that right, there's been like talk about like a Drag Race UK starting to um, come into fruition over here. And uh, they've also done someone... like There's this channel. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's the Drag Bible. Maybe the Drag Bible. Anyway, it's one that every prediction video I've watched of theirs, they've been right. Like, they've not been wrong. And it's not a prediction video. It's like rumoured, leaked, all that kind of thing. And um, they've also said now that they're in talks for that. And some of the queens they've got on here, literally the first one I saw, I was like, I know who that is. So Anaphylactic was on there as a possible yeah. one. She's a Manchester queen. Like, we all know her. Um, And Ch that Cheddar Gorgeous. Cheddar Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, she was. Then other UK ones like Lil, I've not heard of it. There's like Lil, Calypso Bang, Lydia Lascabies, Ellis Atlantis, uh, Victoria Sin, and the Vivian, I've who obviously. Yeah, and there's a drag duo called Novimpia. And Virgin Extravaganza. And Anaphylactic. Yeah, so that's that's really good. That's an exciting thing, isn't it? Yeah. Very it. interesting. Uh, but mm -hmm. I do think we're all agreed that this episode was kind of just a giant plug for DragCon, but not in a bad yeah. way. Yeah. I think it, they still incorporated it into a proper Drag Race episode, so yeah, I'm not yeah, really mad about it. It didn't feel too standalone, I think like it that was Gaga a, episode. No, I think it was a good way of, of plugging DragCon. It probably yeah. Yeah. So sold I. them a few good a good few tickets, didn't it, yeah, to DragCon? Yeah, got some so. hype up. Probably worth it, isn't it? So good, good for them. So what about this challenge then? What do you think about this challenge? They had to create their own DragCon panels. One was about hair, one was about makeup, and one was about body. It seems a bit weird. Like, seems a bit weird, yeah. I can't, I can't think of the word, but I don't know. It's not really something that these drag queens are going to be doing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not part of their... I can't think of the word. It's not like Snatch Not part of their repertoire. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. hard. It's they're a bit not stand... business people, do you know what I mean? They're not prepared for shit like this. But then yeah. at the same time, maybe... when they come out of this race, they need... They need to be. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's what Rue's sort of thinking a little bit as well. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I agree. I think maybe I would have preferred a challenge... I think I would have preferred a challenge similar to the uh, Fish Tank episode from All Stars 2 where they have to make their own products to sell at yeah. DragCon instead. Maybe that would have been a little bit of a better format for this. Episode. Although I wasn't, I wasn't completely mad about this challenge. I do, I do think it did have some good parts. I just think it just, it just fell a little bit flat in some places. Yeah. And so like, no one did really bad either. No. no. Yeah. So what do we think about our teams then? We have Eureka. We have who was with Eureka? There was, was Monet it? and Cameron in yeah. one team, which was an interesting lineup because it just looks a bit. It just looks a bit like it's destined to fail. But then you have the Vixen, Ms. Cracker, and Blair, and you have the rest, basically. Asia. <laughs> the rest. The, Asia, Monique, and Aquaria on another team. Yes. So just from these lineups, which one did you think was going to succeed the most? Mm. I was looking forward to Cameron and Eureka's team because I definitely thought, yeah. you know, after seeing them interact in the past, it's been... Been funny, so I would have thought maybe um, the one with Monique just because Monique yeah. seems to be really good organizing teams, obviously. I just feel getting like getting all the comedy out, but yeah, I was a bit, 
actually thought they fell flat more than the other team. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why they managed to escape it, but it was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. I, I think the Vixens team though, that was definitely doomed yeah. from the start. Oh god! Like you know, you can tell Blair and Vixen are kind yeah. of their times coming to an end. Like you just know it, you feel it, don't you? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so too. It's just it gets to that stage in the in the season where you can kind of pinpoint who might be some of the next to go, and yeah, it. Yeah, I kind of agree with that as well. Uh-huh. But I have to agree, I was interested to see what Eureka, Cameron and Monet's team were going to do because they were all personalities that had something to prove in this episode. Eureka had just come out of a win, Monet had just come out of being in the bottom two, and Cameron is being accused of being too quiet. So I think they had something to prove, and it was interesting to watch them in this challenge, especially when mm-hmm. they succeeded and they ended up being the top three of the cha- of the challenge what i love about the com- you know the conversations they're having in the wor- workroom they first come up with proportionizing i love it for their team because like all three of those um team members have all had like different issues you know with body yeah. shape and stuff. like cameron people might like say come on cameron don't be ridiculous look at your body but i like the way that um cameron sort of builds on that do you know what i mean she sort yeah. of says yeah i did used to just be a, a sort of a skinny queen that just did drag but she said when she when she got her body like when she started you know going to the gym and shit she had this new body and that drag became something completely different for her yeah. and like when she used to show her arms she always used to get shit about how like you know she's like queens would always comment on my arms and say that they, they yeah. look weird but now she's just like she doesn't care she just proportionizes it's part of her and it's definitely her shtick isn't it like love it so i, I think really coming like that up with insightfulness a, i think coming up with this proportionizing catchphrase was a really good idea for yeah. this so panel. I think 100%. that is one of the perfect ways to get yourself more, you know, just to be more memorable on this. Yeah, on this and panel. it's a bit of an earbug as well, isn't it? Because like, I think to myself, whenever I hit, when I think about this challenge now, the first thing that comes to my mind is proportionality. Yeah. And then obviously there have been the other queens doing shows this week and stuff. And I've seen like Cameron on Instagram, like he said it to the audience, he got the audience to chant proportionizing. Yeah. I feel like Eureka, Cameron, and Monet's panel was probably the most put together one and the one that I could yes. see most, you know, most likely to actually appear at the real drag con. It was just a well thought up concept and it was a fully rounded concept as well. So yeah. it, they did a lot of, of thinking for the limited time they had. I feel they like did. they came they up got, with something really good. They got everything together. Yes. They got themselves out like, straight away, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel, I feel like... They deserve to win this challenge, really. But one thing about Ms. Cracker, Blair, and the Vixens panel is the fact that they didn't really understand the brief of the challenge a little bit. I feel like yeah. they were going for something a little bit different where they play off one another and do more of a comedy skit. That's why they didn't have anybody moderating the panel. When Rook is like, are you going to have anybody moderating the panel? And they're just like, oh, no. And Rue's like, oh, okay, then. That's usually a sign. If if Rue said that to me, I'd be like, right, we need to get someone yeah. moderating this shit now yeah. because that that is a sign. That never works out well when they do something that RuPaul clearly doesn't it? You can tell like well. the idea of. You can just tell. Even even in this episode, you can, you can just see the fact that they were destined to fail from that moment on. Oh, God, yeah. So I, I just think that if they'd had somebody moderating the panel a little bit more, maybe they could have had Vixen moderating the panel because I do feel like Vixen was kind of doing that anyway. Yeah. So I feel like... If they just had Vixen as the moderator, they wouldn't have failed at, le- at least as badly they as they did. someone in, yeah, just to, just to be in charge. Yeah. You know I mean, just to steer the conversation if it's going a bit... A bit right. Yeah. yeah. But 
He tried anyway, yeah. So do you think that what about the um the 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 assignments of body, hair and makeup to the queens? Do you think these were assigned to the right people or do you think this could have been mixed up a little bit? I think they were as in obviously the body group got got Cameron. Cameron, Eureka and Monet. Yes. I have this problem. My name Monique, the names are too similar. <laughs> Messes you up every time. Isn't it's it? the, the yeah, end, we have this it? problem yeah. a lot, don't we? Um, and then obviously Blair just said she's good at hair. Like that's yes. what she works in. The makeup, they've got Aquaria. Yeah. Who's an Instagram queen for makeup. So I do think they were assigned well. It's just how they did it. I agree. It's just a bit yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah, I think they were assigned well as well. Yeah. So it just means that they have nothing to fall back on, no excuses to fall back on if they um, if they inevitably don't do very yeah. well. Yeah, exactly. Because I think that, as you said, uh, Cameron's obviously going to be good for body, Aquarius good for makeup, yeah. and, you know. Yeah, exactly. Of course, here now we get um, Monet's story, didn't we, from the islands that, like... Yeah, now this was a really interesting story yeah, about Monet's... Like, Monet won a pageant, and um, it ended up in, like, a newspaper or something, and the newspaper ended up back in on, in the only newspaper that St. Lucia had, and all her family was in St. Lucia, and obviously they all knew then. She had, like, 27 missed calls off her mum, which well, is crazy. They didn't know she was a... She did they didn't even knew she was gay. Oh, my God. Is that, was that right? They didn't even know she was gay, did they? I, I believe so. I can't... Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so it's just, a really... A lot of these queens do have like incredible stories from where they came they from do. and things like that. I think. I mean, Dusty's. Yeah, but well, everyone, think... you know, they've all come from struggle. They've all worked through. They are. Yeah. This isn't just a bunch of superficial people like yeah. looking pretty on a stage. And a lot of them have come from, like I've said before, extremely conservative, yeah, religious families. Even to walk out on the street dressed as a drag queen is like a massive, massive thing, and it's like hats so off hard. to them completely. They're so like, brave and amazing, and they just fight for what's... Yeah, that's why I appreciate this show a little bit, because when you see other shows similar to this, they don't really have that same struggle in their lives, yeah. you know, the same trauma that they've experienced. So that's what kind of sets RuPaul's Drag Race ahead of the rest of like shows America's like this. Next Top Model. Well, yeah. yeah. It's giving yeah. a voice to a group that necessarily doesn't always get a voice. Yeah. To now they're educating the world. Yeah, of course. Well, Netflix has decided it's taken off today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so when you're listening to this podcast, I'm in mourning. when you're listening to this podcast, the show will no longer be on Netflix in the no, UK. No, but it's weird that they're Season not eight, saying. Nine and ten. They're is... ignoring everyone. Isn't they're not it? answering anyone. They're not saying anything. Just a message comes up on Netflix. It's really annoying. Yeah, so we can only just appreciate hey, you. Has what's going seasons on. up to season six. Seven's going to be lost, but Netflix lost have forever. eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, so like, did what did you, did you what did you say? Lost forever. It is. Anyway, yeah. yeah. What I love just before it goes onto the runway section of the show, everyone's still chanting Vanji, Vanji, Vanji. Vanji. <gasps> it's just Vanjie. it's never gonna end, is it? It's Talking about Vanji this week on Instagram, she was in front of a microphone in a studio, so I think we're definitely getting some kind of well, Miss Vanji song, she's single just, she's song, just sing her name song. Miss Vanji. Yeah. No one calls her Vanessa anymore. Vanessa Mateo. No, this is <laughs> Miss Vanji. Yeah, I think she's kind of changed her own name <laughs> by default. Miss Vanji. Yeah. Miss so this week, RuPaul comes out on stage in this purple <gasps> and kind of tool gown. With, like a metallic type. Wig. Yeah, what like do you guys think? Like metallic wrapping paper, it reminds me of a yeah, bit. Yeah, what do you guys think? Love it. I love it with that sort of 
the tutu type material. What yeah. you call that? The like, tool. tool. What? Tool. Tool. That's what it's called. T U L L E. What's called that? Tool. For like the tutu. Why is it called that? The netting bit. That's just the material. <laughs> oh, the why material. Is it I thought you like the shape or something. I was like, what? Well, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why is it called that? <laughs> you look so confused. I was. That's yeah, I think I like this look. I do think the uh, the shiny bit does look a little bit like papery though. I'm not too yeah, it looks sure a bit about cheap. it. I don't know. I do like it overall though, and I think yeah, I do. The makeup's different from usual. It's a bit like darker, but I the like purple it. Purple looks amazing, and it's a bit metallic-y almost looks. Mm-hmm. Love it. And then we've got uh, Kamal Nanjiani from uh, the Big Stick. I recognised him, and also but his I don't partner know Emily Gordon. Yeah, he was in the Big Sick, a film that came out last year. It was yeah. really, really good. I know we hit like I really recognise him. Yeah, but... have you seen that film, Rich? Which one? The Big Sick. No, not yet. It's really, really good. I. I was surprised to see them on this show, though. They must be really big fans of the show to want to yeah. come on it. But, yeah, I'm very impressed that they got these sorts of guests on the show because it's somebody I actually recognised for once. Not always is it somebody I tend to recognise. No. Actually, I recognise both of them, yeah. Yeah. But in these later seasons, I've recognised pretty much everybody. Yeah, I think it is getting better over the, the latest season. I never forget season two where they're cheering. I'm like, do you even know who you're cheering for? It's such like an over-exaggerated Well, Lisa Rinna, season three. Oh, yeah. I know you're big fans of the Lisa, the Rinna. We like her on Facebook. Yes. Lisa Rinna. Lisa Rinna. I fucking love Lisa Rinna. Did you just snap back into the conversation Yeah, there's like people blowing bubbles out there that are distracting me. Yeah, there's people blowing bubbles outside the studio and I'm just like mesmerised by them. So Eureka Monet and Cameron's panel is first up. So Can I just say, I love Eureka's makeup. Yeah. And I think I think they all look quite amazing on this panel, to be honest. Monet looks really great and so does Cameron. I think, yeah, they've all pulled it out. They have. This yeah, isn't even definitely. this isn't even the main runway, and they all look incredible. Really, yeah. I love Eureka's bodysuit too. It yeah. looks great. Oh, Eureka looks so good. Eureka's wig is right. Eureka's makeup is right. It's all right. Eureka could have presented all three. Has she panels. got jewelry in her nose. I can't see. Yeah, I think it's like a um, yeah. I love that. Fake one, yeah, I love it. So I it's love really it. It looks good. So good, doesn't it? Yeah, yes. on the right people. Cameron Michael yeah. goes first to demonstrate how he pads the. Uh, the muscular body that Cameron obviously has, yeah. demonstrating the bra parts and the pad parts. I think that's interesting the way that it is. Yeah, um, Cameron does it. It's done different to what you think, actually. Yeah, like a lot different. Yeah, I think I liked what Cameron was doing. She was being very, you know, she was explaining everything quite well. She yeah. wasn't. She wasn't being shy at all. She was being talkative. I think that Cameron can be talkative when she wants to be. Yeah. I just don't think that's in her natural She's just personality. Not a what's the word outgoing? Yeah, and I think that's outgoing. fine. Yeah. But when she's like in doing all the challenges, she's been so good in them. I think she's good when she's got people to support her. Yeah. yeah. To bounce off of and to rely I on agree. a little bit. Yeah. She I mean, definitely works well in a team. Yeah. I believe so. Monet was also really good on this panel, I think. Like, she was yes. being funny. She Monet had... Echange. I love the Monet way Raja Echange. says that Sh- yeah. every fashion vote review. She's like, Monet Echange. I love it. It's my fave. <laughs> oh, God, these bubbles are escalating. I think they're blowing vapes through bubbles. Oh. Yeah, I think Monet was really <laughs> pulling out all the stops this episode just to make sure that she was not going to end yes. up in the bottom two. She nearly won the challenge if it wasn't for Eureka. Yeah. She was being really confident. She she knew what she was talking about. She was being funny, interacting with the audience. I think she did a really good job. Do you agree? She did. They all did in this one. Yeah. And, and they a... kept them entertained as well. 
Yep. And I think this challenge was right up Eureka Street uh, again because oh, okay. she got to show off her personality. She got to, again, entertain the audience, be really funny, and just show off what we really love about Eureka. And I think she was really great in this challenge. Yeah. Because she, she, what I thought I saw, you know, what I saw from Eureka this week that I don't feel like I've really seen in the past is the fact that she wasn't just being hilarious and funny. She was also being serious and she was explaining things yes. with, in a really good way. And she yeah. balanced it as well. Yeah. So that wasn't too much she was, one. she was explaining it articulately. And then yeah. when somebody asked the question, you know, why is drag so important? Eureka answered that really confidently and, it, and you know, came up oh, with well, a really good an answer for that. Yeah. I feel like that question was really random, though. It didn't relate to their panel oh, at no. all. <laughs> it's almost like I just want to ask Eureka a question. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Some guy just comes and asks why is drag so important? <laughs> somebody, I saw a comment that somebody theorized that this was the production team just sent somebody in to ask a random question to throw them off because they were doing so well. And, and they even handled that question so well. That so. Yeah. They do do that. When I was running on the Clairvaudence show, they got some of the production <laughs> team to come in and ask questions from yeah. the audience. Oh. <laughs> I mean, so, not all of them. I think only one got aired. Yeah, see, now I believe it even more so. <laughs> yeah. There was also a demonstration after the panel um, where Bryce, the pit crew member, the, the only straight pit crew member, I believe, comes on and gets into drag. So, first Isn't of all... the one that did that really awkward dancing next to Arsha? Yeah. Yeah. Deepest challenge. So, first of all, they put him in, like, the pa padding and the dress and then... The next group we're going to do is makeup, and the next group we're yeah. going to do is hair. So, so we, by the end, he'd be a full-on track queen. This was an interesting little idea, wasn't I it? I quite liked it. Was it. Yeah. And, and Rue was losing it. He loved it. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? He really threw himself into it. Because I think Rue like knows these pit crew by name. Oh, and they do. They know each other yeah. very well. But he was having fun because if they'd got someone that was awkward again, it wouldn't have gone as well. But he really likes to be exactly, into and it. He, it does, he doesn't. He doesn't like his like masculinity or anything get in the way and it's, it's just really good mm -hmm. and i think I this it. this demonstration part was where eureka really stole the win because yeah. she was really interacting with the audience the she camera so and the the pit crew model as well so she Rue's was doing really all the talking it. yeah Rue was loving it like i just think that yeah eureka did extremely well here not an ounce of um not an ounce of kind of shyness in her performance in this episode yeah. which was great. I would have liked to see a bit more from Cameron in this challenge. Yeah. Just because I think when she did speak, she was doing really well. It's so I would have like liked to see a little bit more. When you've got Eureka, Eureka is such a big personality. Yeah. That you are going to fade a little bit, no matter what you do. Yes. So the next panel was Monet, uh, sorry, Monique Hart, Asia O'Hara and Aquaria. Yeah, what I, I liked... Yeah, Monique, I did think did really well. Monique was definitely the best part of this yeah. this group. What I liked about it is how Monique was the moderator and she came out before anybody else and yeah. introduced both the girls, which you is... You know she's in charge. That's usually what happens <laughs> at DragCon, I believe. So yeah. she was she knows what she's doing. She knows how to moderate a panel and that really yeah. showed in this episode because she, yeah, she shone above Aquaria and Asia in this challenge a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Monique came across as really confident, and that's what you really want from this challenge. But to be successful as a group, you have to play off one another. <laughs> and I feel like when Asia and Aquaria were kind of talking over one another and just be like, while she's doing yeah. that, I'm going to do this. While she's doing that, I'm going to do this. I don't think that was, was a really it? good and format. It's almost like Aquaria's sitting there, but she's putting glitter on her lips. She's not saying how she's mm. doing it or anything. Yeah, and it was it really weird. Like, and then, I don't know, she just came off. She's just 
sitting there posing and I was like, you haven't actually told them how to do it. Yeah. Like, it's just like, look at me doing you, this. All you've said is you have to put the glue over the top of your lips. And I'm like, you could have done a lot more. They could have made yeah. it funnier. But I don't know. It just wasn't my favourite thing in the world. <laughs> Bit boring. I mean, I think they did a good job at what they were yeah. doing. They just weren't explaining it very well. It was a bit mm-hmm. boring. It was meant to be a tutorial, and I don't think that, you know... They're really th- stupid. <laughs> no. What I did like about it, though, is um, about how they were talking about themselves and giving their own backstories, and that gave them a little bit more yeah. humanization <laughs> and personality to the uh, the live audience, who obviously probably didn't really know who they were and wanted to know yeah. a bit more about them. So I thought that was a good idea. And I think Monique was being really funny as well. Aquaria looks amazing. As usual, yes. Of course. Then we have uh, a woman who comes up and asks you, she says, what could a woman like me learn from a drag queen? I think Asia answers this really, really well. Yes. And then Aquaria answers it in true Aquaria fashion where she's like, oh, you know, fuck everybody else. I yeah. think they both answered it in their own personalities and in, the, in their own personal ways. I thought they did good with that question. I thought and would... I do like Aquarius that do it what you do. Don't go by anyone else. Yeah. yeah. Which is true. Yeah, I think yeah, I do think Aquarius makeup was really good in this panel. A... The white under the eyes makes her look a little bit cross-eyed, but obviously yeah. it's a bit <laughs> a bit forgivable, you oh, know. Oh, then Bly struts on out. Yeah, he's back. Bryce get his mug done. <laughs> yeah, Bryce is having his mug done now. I love watching this transformation. I know. <laughs> on the pit crew, because I'm surprised he agreed to do it as well. Yeah. Like out of all the pit crew members, I'm surprised that. Bryce was the one who agreed. When Asia pulls off her eyelash, I lost it. She just pulls it off. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious and nobody else on the show laughed. It was like, I know! I was like, what? That's hilarious. <laughs> when she took off the eyelash. Yeah. yeah. It was a little bit messy, though. They did seem like they were kind of all over the place a little yeah. bit. It was weird that nobody else laughed at Asia's eyelash because I, I thought know. it was hilarious. It, it was I, was, li- I was loving it. Yeah. It was a little bit messy, that last part of, it was. of the oh, panel. Well. It just went a bit quiet, fell a bit flat. Yeah. The audience was getting disinterested. I was getting a bit bored. Luckily, though, <laughs> we have Ms. Cracker, we have the Vixen and Blair Sinclair who were there to, 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 sh- not long after, to <laughs> show an even worse performance, unfortunately. Oh, God. I just don't think they understood the brief of the challenge yeah, very well. They trying too hard to make it comedy. And it's... Aquaria... Oh, not Aquaria. Eureka. I'm getting all the names mixed up this season. Um, They did it in a good way. They were funny... They weren't forcing it. It just came naturally. And I feel like this just seemed a little bit forced. Mm-hmm. Like, too hard. Like, it seemed too pre-rehearsed. Yeah. And... Yeah, like, they saw this as a comedy skit instead of yeah. an actual real-life panel. They didn't realise they had to show off their true personalities. Yeah, and obviously, yeah. there's got to be some comedy in it, but not extreme. Like, every line doesn't have to be a joke. Yeah. Or, do you know what I mean? Don't know. Yeah, I don't even think Miss Cracker excelled in this challenge very well. I think the Vixen yeah. was probably the best of the three, and then the other two really fell flat. When they were throwing shade at each other as well, it didn't really work that well. It was just a little bit off so to me. So what have I you seen? Just, I just searched Bryce in, because I know they all love Bryce on there. And then someone's just commenting, someone's like, I need more Bryce in my life. I need Bryce in my life. I need Bryce in me life. <laughs> and then someone just commented, Bryce up your life. And I don't know why, it just really made me laugh. It is. Bryce, Bryce up, up your life. Bryce was loving it. Bryce up your life. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I think if I'd, if I'd seen this panel at DragCon, I would have just been like, yeah, what is going on here? Like, I just want to see these queens' true personalities. Because if you go yeah. to DragCon, you want to see these queens for who they are. So it's just a little bit, 
you know, a little bit weird. I do think the Vixen did quite good, but not still not amazing like the other the other queens did in the other panels. So yeah, it was just a little bit weird. And then the demonstration was a little bit messy on this one as well. I think I just think what they were doing with Bryce was just like a bit too much. They didn't need to do all like all these things with the wig and then, you know. I thought like Bryce was doing more in this than they were to keep it yeah. entertaining. Yeah. I don't know. Look how bored they look, the audience. They do. I mean, Michelle's sitting there scratching herself, looking away. <laughs> it's I just, mean, yeah, I don't even think the wig really worked very well no. with Bryce. Can I just say, though, I did love the part when, was it Vixen, asked um, who here has thought about wearing a wig before Rue puts up her hand, and then who here is wearing a wig, and then Rue just puts it down. Yeah. Just maybe laughs. <laughs> I love it when Rue, I do feel like Rue interacted well with this challenge. Yeah. She seemed to actually be enjoying herself. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people last season were like, it didn't actually connect with the queens. Mm-hmm. And then someone said, that's probably because they weren't doing as many mini challenges. So now she feels like she's um, yeah, exactly. more because she's doing stuff with them every week. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So following on from that like kind of awful panel from Miss oh. Cracker Blair and the Vixen, it kind of, yeah, it was a little bit too awkward and not very well put together. We have the runway of the week. Yes. My favourite part. It's called Hats Incredible now this week. The runway, they have to come up with some sort of hat-themed runway, which is very, very interesting. I loved it. So many amazing headpieces. <laughs> yeah, first Cameron up, yeah. was first. Oh, my God. I did laugh, though. She moved her head side to side to make it go. Yeah. That did just make me laugh. Cameron's headpiece was insanely <laughs> it good, It was amazing. She's so good. And that's why there's that whole thing when um, Ross was like, I want to see more looks from her. And there's this whole thing of all the looks she's done to like, fuck my drag, right? Yeah. Because I'm like, and, yeah. she, and then someone said to her, like, on Instagram, I think that was like, that was a load of bullshit. And then she was like, thank you. Because I don't know why, but yeah. like, that, was just a, that was just critiquing for the sake of yeah. critiquing. Why is she being overlooked so much? I her looks are know. literally looks incredible. Are so Good. And she is being massively overlooked. Yeah. So what about Monet's look? She comes she comes as this kind of church lady I loved it. rainbow <laughs> look with the blazer and the hat that matches and the pink shoes. Because even beacon. though it's like that whole church going middle-aged woman thing, she dragged it up still. Yeah. And I loved it. Exactly. I did love it. I like how she came as a character that we all recognise. Yeah, we all know straight away who that character is. Yeah. While still incorporating the hat yeah. theme, the runway, because the hat was just like insane, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I love it. Oh my yeah, God, I when she threw too. out the glitter out the, the Bible. Bible. Look at the bejeweled Bible. Yeah, this was a good week for Mona, I have to <laughs> it say. It was. It really was. Next up onto the runway, I think I believe it was Eureka. And now Eureka comes yes. out in this this black and white kind of, it it's a one-piece kind of jumpsuit with the boots and the cape and the black belt and the matching hat. She this was an amazing look for Eureka. Why do her eyes look pink? I believe she's wearing contacts. Is she? I was going to say, her eyes don't look natural. Yeah, yeah she's I wearing pink she contacts this Oh, my this God. Week. This is a really well-put-together look from Eureka. I think that everything has put, has, you know, she's put thought into every little aspect she of the has. costume. And it's all in one, isn't it? I know someone asked, is that all as one thing? Yeah. Yeah, so she's just so, she is so good at her looks and her makeup. and. Yeah, she really has learned from being on the show before and yeah. you can tell that, you know, she's starting to slow this runway a little bit. I've, I really, really enjoy this look. 
from Eureka. And she's, I think she's fitted in more with this season. Yeah, I do season. too. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. It's this... just, now the one from Aquaria with the hat perched on the, the just, bunny ear. Do you know what I see? I see Courtney, that thing, that one Courtney Oh yeah. Did. It just reminds me of it. I don't know why. I do think this look is incredible. It is good. Look at just everything. I love the hat on the ears. I love the hat on the ears. Yeah. I love that she's worn trousers down. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. Aquaria is just an amazing queen. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. She she does provide all the amazing fashionable looks, but I think like she brings good performances sometimes as well. So she she has a good chance of going all the way in this competition, yeah. Aquaria does. Yeah, definitely. Monique was out next in a gown that she made herself in the workroom just before I this love runway. I keep going back and to with this outfit. Like one minute I really like it, next minute I'm like, eh, but then I like it again, I'll hate it again. Keen on is the top part. So, yeah. I think because it's a different way. Yeah. It doesn't seem to match the direction the of the sequins. Yeah. And also, like, it's just a bit off putting. It doesn't, I don't know if it's too loose. But do you know I do what I like mean? It. it sort of hangs on her. Yeah. But then I don't know if that's... But apparently, <sighs> I, I read this, she's made all of her outfits for runway. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That, she's also being overlooked a bit with mm-hmm. her outfits. I, I just mean, wasn't sure about how the panties were showing a little bit in yeah. the outfit. It was just... And it looked a bit... Obviously, they didn't know this. No. It hadn't even come out. It reminded me a bit of what Courtney wore in Big Brother with the material. Yeah. And obviously, that happened after. But yeah, Courtney, Courtney Act won Big Brother. In it, I was thinking about that yesterday. Yeah, I, I think about it every now and again. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next up on the runway is Ikea O'Hara in her dandelion so look. Ikea. <laughs> it's literally the Ikea lamp. Like, you know. I think that Asia completely slayed this runway up and down <laughs> yeah. this week. Yeah. Incredible look. Look it's at the just... heart in the middle, the rib cage. What I love about her is that she... It's almost like a ribcage anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What I love about her is she shows this pageantry as well as being comedic and, you know, just being... She's really well-rounded as a queen. It's art, do you know what I mean? That's that's what it is. She's got an artistic element to her that really, like, holsters up her performance. I bet that hat was just really difficult to hold up, though. I bet she... Because she had to take it off afterwards for the... uh, For the critiques on the runway. So I bet it was, like, really heavy and really difficult to hold up. Ms. Cracker's up next with this lace gown with the visor covered in hair. What do you guys think about mm. this look? I love the lace because I love lace. Yeah. yeah and same. I love the fit. I don't know. I feel like it could have been without the bow on the neck. Yeah, maybe. For a hat know. for a hat runway, I'm not quite sure it was my favourite. Yeah. And it's I not do think really it... a hat though, it's just a wig that's been made to look like a hat. So that's not I do really love the, the challenge. And the idea. I love it, and her makeup's amazing. But like it's it definitely there, isn't it? The concept. I do think she looks flawless. She it's yeah. just, It's questionable as to whether she fits the concept of the runway. Yeah, because she just made her wig look like a hat. Like, no, you. I tell you what, she does remind me of like the Victorian woman. Do you know what I mean? With yeah. Cats yeah. Yeah. The like, imagine them in a, she in does a summer's day. Me like that. Yeah. At the park with a parasol. She's, she's missing the parasol and that really extra, because I always see them pictures of those extra plans. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The she big, like massive prams. Yeah. Oh, here comes cute as a button. Bless and so Claire. She, actually. she looks amazing. She does. She I looks so love, good. I love the skirt. <laughs> I love the wig. I love the makeup. I love her. Yeah. It swallows her up a little bit, though. That's my yeah. only quarrel with this outfit. Maybe without the massive. Net at the back, yeah, floating out behind her, maybe mm-hmm. maybe a little bit too much, but yeah, but apart from yeah. that, and her highlighter on point, by the way, yeah, very true. And then the vixen was last up on the runway, mm. 
with a gown made entirely yeah. out of these beach hats. What like, about what it's do you very guys? the Vixen, very DIY. I but... do like mm. it. I like the concept. I don't like the dress. I like the concept, but I don't like the fact that a wig's just sort of poking through the back. Mm. And that looks, is a bit weird. It looks unfinished. Well, you know fa- what I mean? that's what I mean. Fashion, what Raja said, I think Raja said on Fashion Photo Review that it looks like she could have done with twice as many hats on the yeah. dress. I mean, you've got a you've got a bum hanging out. Yeah. You've got a kit hanging out. I know, and then her bra, like her bra, just looks like it looks like it's like it half like, a costume's yeah. gone. Like she's gone outside and it's been well windy. Yeah. I, do think, you know it, I, mean? I do think it's a really good idea, yeah, and it's like concept. half half well done. I just think she could have spent yeah. some more time on this. Look love the concept, bit. but didn't execute it well. Yeah, no, not at all. So Rue chooses Eureka, Monet, and Cameron to be the winners. Well, the yeah. winning group of the challenge. Right decision. I think so too. Mm. I, think, I think they also entertained the audience the best yeah. as well. And that's a big part of it. They were clearly the best the yeah. best team out of them all in this challenge. So yeah, I agree. It's very well deserved on their part. They they kind of did well both on the runway and in the challenge. Because if you I'm look laughing at though at Cameron, sorry. I'm laughing at Cameron holding her thing. Holding the, the headpiece up so it doesn't start spinning around. Yeah. <laughs> she but should have taken were, it off like Asia did. They were the best, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So, and then Asia gets a bit of a shout out for being, uh, for doing good work, even though she's safe. So that's unusual, isn't it? Like, even though she's safe, she gets a bit of a shout out from Rue for doing good work because the runway was just so amazing. Which runway was your favorite, guys, by the way, out of them all? Out of all these looks. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna actually go... going to say Cameron. Yeah. I'm going to say Cameron. Yeah, with the Gargar inspired headpiece yeah. that you're underhead. Yeah. I... The Grammys, it reminded me of. Yep. I am going to go for Asia O'Hara. I thought I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I nearly said Asia. Yeah. But I don't know the spinny thing. It was so campy and amazing. I just yes. loved it. But then Eureka just looked so fab. Oh, that's true. Great. She was such like a villain, oh, super villain. Like top five. <laughs> yeah, like that. That that they're all so flawless. Like oh, and I just noticed Cameron's Van <sighs> Monty eyebrow. There you go. Even better. Here's one. The end. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you sucker for the diamante eyebrows. Aren't yeah. You? So what about you, Miss um, Cracker, Blair, and the Vixen being the bottom? Blair, Miss Blair Sinclair. I do declare. Mm, well, they were all in the same thing, weren't they? The group, the one they group that did I fall flat. Think, again, I don't think anyone was worse in that group than another. No. I don't think anyone was better either. I feel like others. at this point, it it was a bit of the case everyone did so well that they had to pick a bottom three and yeah. they just decided to be a bit lazy about it and just give it to that whole team that didn't. Because that team in general, if you had to pick one that didn't do as well, even though they did do really well, just clutching yeah. at straws, you'd pick them, wouldn't and you? And also, so. I do think, the, again, editing, did have, you know what I mean? It sort of, editing yeah. portrayed them to be worse than they were. This is anyone where... did bad. This is where, as well, that I think it gets a bit like yeah. with Miss Cracky starts questioning a bit because Michelle just said, "What did I say?" Did you say Miss Cracky? Miss Cracker, Miss <laughs> Crackhead. No, the way that I don't know, it's gone off the screen now, but it was there a minute ago. Um, Michelle said something about how about you could have just been funny. You know what I mean? It was like, <gasps> oh, and you get that shade noise. So now this means, yep, it means that she's either going to go downhill she's now gonna or she's going to. Well, I can't say the word. Yeah, so she's either <laughs> going to be shit from now on or she's going to really pull it out of the she's bag gonna next week. She's going to do a week. and she's going to be kicked up the arse. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to say which way it's going to go, I have isn't no it? idea. Following on from this, we have a really kind of emotional moment from Aww. Blair St. Clair who opens up about her rape when she was in 
Um, in my college. Sexual experience, yeah. Yeah. Even... The thing oh. that's getting me about this, though, I've read a lot of things saying that this was written in because this is around the time they found out about Blair's DUI shit and that um, this was written in to sort of, you know, instead of just saying you have to leave the competition now, there's some, a lot of people have been saying that this was written in to sort of segue away from that. I really hope not to it. because so that would be horrible. I know, but I it's still a really genuine. I do hope they didn't make her say anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Make her yeah. say it. Oh, when but... I say written in, though, I don't mean that it's not true. I mean oh, that God, yeah, just... that they've sort of said, yeah. you know I mean, maybe you need to say this. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. But um, I do feel like, I, I don't know. And but it came I, across I as genuine, so. I so innocent and sweet. For she me, explained it. exactly. She tries to find tricky things now, and I just felt... I think so with this, she her. needed that needed to be clear on the table from the beginning. I know it's come from a place of trauma, and she's channeled that into a drag. But if your audience aren't necessarily going to connect with something like that because you're not really even hinting at it, then it's yeah. really hard to form a connection with her. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've formed this connection and understood her the day that she's gone. You know what I mean? Which is a bit sad. I but know. I wish we'd had even just another week. Really. Yeah, I, exactly. I feel like it would have changed her experience. Yeah. And also, the vixen sticking up for her. Yeah, saying she's going to go and get the bastard or whatever. <laughs> oh, God. I hope she does. That's, that's such a vixen response, <laughs> isn't know. it? I love it. It Amazing. is. And when um, Miss Cracker holds Blair's Oh, no, hand, that's what got me. And we get the zoom in shot. Oh. <sighs> yeah. I, honestly, my heart broke for Blair. She just looks so heartbroken. Blair St. Clair. Yeah, it is a bit of a, a bad episode for Blair, but she found it really hard to watch this episode. Mm. It is a shame. It is a bit of a shame. So once the judges have come back to um, deliberate, they actually choose Eureka as the winner of the challenge for the yes. second week in a row. Congratulations. Only this time last year was she gone because of her knee. She's now yep. just won her second challenge, challenge in a row. In a row. She's yeah. now the front runner of this competition, yes. which is incredible. I would not have thought that. Okay. I dancing. Thought. She's dancing on stage because she's going to Palm Springs. She's well excited. Oh, yeah, she is. Oh, look at her. Look at her. massively walking away with her cape. Yeah. I am happy for, for Eureka because oh, yeah. she's been through a lot and worked really hard oh, to get has. back on this show. And she she's has. won two challenges in a row. I bet she's absolutely over the I moon mean, at this point. there was a time when she wouldn't have been able to come back if her knee hadn't healed. Yeah. Because she has to have surgery. Like, was it two operations or something? Yeah, something so like she that. Couldn't even, like, she might not have even been able to come back. Mm -hmm. I do feel like she's, she's growing on me more. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So out of the bottom three, Miss Cracker, Blair St. Clair, and the Vixen, uh, Miss Cracker is deemed safe. Do you think this is the right decision out of all the girls? Safe. Um, yeah, like, that's fine. I, I don't. I think Miss Cracker... They know she's got it in her. Yeah. I think, I that's think what it is. I think it was between Miss Cracker and the Vixen for being safe, because they were probably the two better ones in the group. But I think the reason Miss Cracker was saved is because her runway was better than the Yeah, and I, I feel like when, when Rue makes this decision in particular, that he, he does take other things into account as well. Yeah. You know, unlike the lip sync one where he has to decide based solely on that lip sync, I think that... With that decision, there maybe is a little Vixen's bit more. Maybe been closer more in recent weeks. She has, 100%. Has, so maybe that's what tips it over the scale. That's what I thought, yeah. And save and then, yourself oh. from elimination. So the Vixen and Blair St. Clair now have to um, lip sync to the TK Maxx song, I'm Coming Out by Diana <gasps> No, Ross. I'm not even joking. I can't. <laughs> I want to be sick. When this started play, playing on the on, on the TV when we were watching this episode, I was like, yeah, this is amazing. I can't believe they've never lip-synced to this song before. I know. I know. Then you get me it's going, such... I hate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate yeah. it. 
But so, I do think Blair did a lot better than I thought she would. Yeah, the, but they both did a pretty good job. Yeah. I think yeah. the Vixen killed it, though, oh, I think. Oh, God, yeah. All the splits and death drops and everything, I think she just turned it out completely, completely high energy, and it's really yes. what you want from this song because it's a really uplifting song from Diana Ross. But Rue was getting her life as well because Diana Ross is Rue's idol. The oh, Vixen God, was yeah. just completely high energy, though. I loved it from the she Vixen. She was. Yeah, she commanded the stage. She did. Yeah. And I do think that... Again, although I like seeing Blair performs this sort of song, you know? Yeah. It doesn't seem like one she normally performs. Really. No, I feel like she's a lot more dainty and broadway yeah. and like yeah. um, showgirl sort of song. I did like, I do think she did really well actually because I wasn't sure how she'd lip sync. Mm -hmm. But she, she did hold it, like hold her own again. She did better than I thought she was going to do. Oh, yeah. I love that dress she's got on. With the skirt. I love that skirt with it's the really cute. layers underneath. Look at, look at oh, Vixen no, on the trombone. That, I love that the subtitles just said trombone <laughs> solo. <laughs> incredible. So I love so that the incredible. To it. I know. So we've had air guitar. We've had <laughs> air guitar twice a week, I think. And now we've got an air trombone. So Yeah. Oh, work. Oh, my we God. Like when Blair threw herself to her knees and was bouncing around, loved it. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, I just think the Vixen just... Just gave it... Oh, no, we should that front roll. The Vixen was not going home this she week. She just went a little bit further. Look how that woman from The Big Sick is, like, living. She's, like, she's appreciating every single second of it. She's really taking it in. I'm like, ah. Another thing, I love Blair's little jewels she's got around her eyes. Yeah, I do. I feel like whenever the Vixen's in the bottom two again, if she is in the bottom two again, she's going to fight oh, so God. hard to... They're like, going to have to drag her out of yeah. this competition if she ever... Like, it's going to be hard to get rid of her, I yeah. think. Oh, my God. She's, she's just going to be unstoppable in these lip syncs, I think, unless she just gives up. I've just got fight. a feeling she's going to go next week, you know. So do you think it was the right decision to save the Vixen from this lip sync? Yeah. yeah. Based on the lip sync, yeah. I think it was the obvious yeah. choice. I think my eyes were just going to the Vixen the whole they time. Were. And Aww. it's sort of nice. It, it showed that the you know, in, in air quotes, sob story, because obviously it is a really, really sad thing that happened to Blair, but oh a lot of these reality shows do use, use the it. sob story yeah. sort of narrative, don't they? And it's not, it's sort of, it. Not, I wouldn't say nice to see, but it's a good thing that not necessarily that doesn't mean that she was going to stay. Do you know what I mean? Like, they didn't just keep her because of that. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But she still went based on the performance. It just shows you how genuine the show is still. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah, I just... I do also think part of it probably was they found out so we probably weren't out forever. And that's what I mean. The but DUI still, thing, it's nice that they didn't want to embarrass yeah. Blair any more than they than they didn't want to be a, an instigator of that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Blair's already dealt with it and they didn't want to... Because, I mean, they didn't do a win them, drag her out. No. <laughs> turn her off in front of everyone and then send her away. I still love that. It's still iconic. I know. <laughs> It's just like getting told off in it and then getting grounded. I love it that she still made Shannon and Fifi lip sync. And then she was like, William stepped forward. Can you imagine the police stormed the studio and like arrested her and like dragged her out in handcuffs? Like before the season started, I'm just excited to see Blair dragged out by the FBI. And I was like, what? The FBI. Imagine. That would have been insane. sharing a cell. Oh my, fuck me. With Robbie. Oh my God, Robbie, Robbie turned to in the corner, sleeping, having more dreams. God, imagine a drag prison. Oh my God. Can you imagine? The closest the thing we have to that is Latrice Royale, isn't it? Like, there's yeah. something on, on UK Amazon Prime about that. This, I can't remember what it's called. Yes. Gays in prison or something. I, I don't know. Her snatch game is next week, guys. What are yeah. our predictions? I'm excited for Bianca. 
obviously, um, yes, Bianca Del Rio. And then we have the preview, which obviously we saw. I haven't seen the 10 minutes, but I've seen the preview. Is the 10 minutes out now? I don't know. No, I don't know either. It will probably be out by the time this podcast goes on air. So check out VH1.com. They've been weird with that, though. They've been like, yeah. 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 Oh, God, I'm yawning. Me too. Releasing <laughs> it like I overslept last night. Uh, but they've been releasing it like, you know, one day was it came out on the Monday. Then yeah, last time it came on like the the actual Thursday really day, weird. I think, or the Wednesday. Or the day was... before it came. I yeah. Think, yeah, the Wednesday did one. Mm. So, what are some characters you would like to see on this this year's Snatch Game? Snatch Game. Because mm. you were saying, well, we you... already know that Maya Angelou is going to be there, and then obviously China, isn't it? Between, yeah. Uh, Monet and Cameron, but I don't know. It could be know. anyone. Yeah. I know that's it's so I mean, open. Not too many like repeats of what she's been done before. But obviously, Maya Angelou was. Yeah, that's Chichi, that. and Chichi didn't like do that to too see well. The, um... <laughs> contrast and I know I'm hoping it's but, different though you know what I mean like, oh, I mean I, I hope it's a smashing performance a <gasps> I know oh god who do you think is going to do well and who's going to do badly do you well think? I would have said Miss Cracker would do well but now yeah. I'm not massively sure I'm a bit on the Cracker and Miss Asia mm, maybe yeah. Cracker <laughs> and Miss Asia Asia and Miss Asia I'm not sure do you know I think Cameron with what she's shown could do quite well I don't know, yeah. But now I'm not sure because I've shown him on the preview. I don't know if Eureka's going to struggle this week, you know. Yeah. Aquaria might be a bit hit or miss. You might. Aquaria, I think, is either going to do really well or really badly. If Aquaria does really well, they'll they'll probably let her win the challenge because um because it's like out of her comfort zone and things like that. So maybe that will happen. I don't know, but I'm not sure who's going to go home though. I'm not really sure. It could be it could be Monique. I don't know. Oh my God, Monique! No. She is starting to fade into the background a little bit, isn't she? she? Is. So we don't know at this point. It'll be interesting to see. I can't call it, you know. No, I can't. I don't I, want Monique to go. I love Monique. Yeah, me too. I, it'd be really a real shame to see her go home before she wins a challenge because she's kind of overdue she's done a challenge. So wins, well. Yeah, yeah, especially because she's like sewing all her garments she's herself as well. Ball. Yeah, I just think that it would be a shame to see Monique go yeah. home. I can't really, I don't know, maybe Cameron might not do very well as China. That might, she that can be hit and miss again. That That's going to be hit and miss we as well. We saw that with Tap the App. Yeah. She can do really well or she can bomb. Yeah. So all remains to be seen. This is the episode we've all been waiting for. So I'm very excited to discuss it next week. I'm sure the episode will be really long next week because we'll just oh be God. discussing it for ages. It. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to RuPaul's Chat Race for another week. Again, you can find us on social media at RuPaul's Chat Race on Twitter, on Instagram and on Facebook. Please do like and subscribe or whatever, whatever the <laughs> whatever the action is on that particular website. Please do interact with us on there because it does help us out a lot. And of course, I've been joined by Hannah Slattery. Thank you very much, Hannah. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Yeah. And thank you very much to Rich Short for being here again. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Now, I've been Aidan McCarthy as well. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be here same time next week. We've been RuPaul's Chat Race. We'll see you then. Goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.